You're listening to Wake Up Creatives, the JSL podcast, episode number two. Today we're picking the brain of website builder and social media guru, Naj, who is letting us in on some big secrets in website creation and quality content. If you're looking to start a website for your business, this is a great place to start. Wake Up Creatives, we're here to help small businesses think big. We're your source of entrepreneurial inspiration and real talk about running a modern small business. Feel frustrated at the lack of resources for startups? We're here to answer all your questions about what it takes to get your business off the ground, using social media as a tool and inspiring you not to give up along the way. You'll hear stories and practical advice from different talented entrepreneurs to help you to keep working towards your goals. We cover everything from networking tips to starting your own website. This is the JSL Podcast. Grab your coffee and let's grow. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on Wake Up Creatives. My name's Sarah, and I'm the head photographer of JSL Creatives. So today we're going to be talking to Naj uh, with No Pinnacle. All right, Naj, tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, your background with entrepreneurship. Hey, Sarah, thank you so much for having me on the call with you. Uh, so my background when it comes to entrepreneurship, um, I started about two or three years ago and it was after um being in the corporate agency life for about four plus years so as a digital account manager um for advertising agencies uh i seen that you know i wanted to try something new try, try to push the limits and um i wanted to test my design skills and so um pretty much i've picked up the skill through um, watching a lot of YouTube videos. And I had a lot of friends who would ask me to uh, build their websites. And of course, I was doing a pro bono. And then after getting uh, different testimonials and reviews about um, the success of it and, and the look and feel that they like, I figured, why not push it um, to another limit? And that's when I decided to launch No Pinnacle. That's amazing. That's absolutely incredible. Have you always felt uh, this like creative pull since you were younger, or is that something that you just noticed? Um, you know, being in the corporate environment, you started just craving that creativity and that time for creativity. Or where did it even stem from? Uh, good question. When I was younger, I would draw portraits and um, other types of sketches, uh, landscapes, and different types of scenery. Uh, but at that time, I never seen myself pursuing it and as a career um and even i played around with the thought of architecture but again it it was just a thought and um it wasn't until that you know after college post-college and and whatnot um where all these different types of ways to play around with it on the online space just seems so much um i guess it seems so much like an adventure to me that i figured hey why not take that leap and and um, test that, test that level as well of creativity. Yeah, that's amazing. So you said, I mean, a leap, right? So it wasn't an easy thing for you at first. Or tell Absolutely me a little not. bit about. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and the best way to look at it is uh, a puzzle. Um, when it comes to um, building websites, uh, not not every process is the same for each client, and so. Um, just trying to figure out how to uh, go through the maze of, of um, connecting all the dots and putting the pieces together um, is, is the best part of the journey. And so 
that's that's what I really enjoy. That's amazing. I I love that you are willing to um, really give people that insight because sometimes I mean you know as a business owner, uh, as you know, and then as 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 we know also, it gets overwhelming. There's so many eyes to be dotted and T's to be crossed, so to speak. That mm-hmm. uh, you just get crazy. So. You do deal, obviously, with first-time business owners or small entrepreneurs, companies, um, things of that nature. If you have people looking to completely reamp their website, um, what are some like tips or key things that you would encourage people to keep an eye out for or to um, to do when looking to build their website? Yes. Yeah, so when building your website, the first thing to uh, keep an eye out for is making sure your domain name is available in your your business name. Um, and if you have to abbreviate it, um, because what is a common trend today is a lot of people are buying domain names, even if they're not using it, they're just, you know, buying it um, to sell at a, at a later date at a higher price, mm-hmm. right? Um, so even at that, you might have your business name um, set in stone and when it comes to actually purchasing that 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 domain name and it's not available, it's like, uh, should I change my business name now so that I can yeah. have everything in sync or, you know, so it's that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, do do um, a couple of different searches, making sure that, you know, your business name is available in um, your, your county or your state and, and then seeing if it's available um, online as well. Um, the next thing is uh, understanding um your your core selling point or or your value proposition and how it diff how it's different from your competitors right um because that is that part that we need to bring to life on your website uh, whether it's a product or service um everything has its own personality and the viewer needs to see the personality when they're going to your website because that is the first impression that's almost as synonymous as your business card right um so it's it's what you're leaving behind that that needs to um sink in with them and and resonate with them and connect with them we get so caught up in the business aspect of things Mm -hmm. that we lose that creative touch and that creative flavor i I can see that's something that you definitely bring to no pinnacle thank you thank you and it it's a tricky balance um, between those two, between the the creativity part and, and the business part, because there are, from from what I've learned in advertising, um, is that no matter how creative something looks, doesn't mean that it can sell, right? Because mm. it also has to have the right messaging and the right call to action and all that kind of thing. So um, finding that balance between the two, merging those worlds. Uh, it it can be um, a, a trial and a, a trial and error phase, though. Absolutely. So, when you were building your own website, I mean, how did you juggle all of this? Because not only are you a business owner yourself, but you're doing you did all the website development for your company. How did you even manage <laughs> juggling all of those things? It's it's how you're going to. Um, make that that image of that product like in its best light um showing that perspective on the other hand with services 
you're not really because it's intangible you can't really see your service right it's only what you what you give right and and so that's where that personality comes in um whether it's how you write that messaging um how the is it speaking the the language of your audience or so it's I don't know if that's that's making uh, um, sense in a, in a way, but no, it does. It definitely does. Yeah, they're they're two different worlds, and they definitely have their overlap, right. but they're distinct. Uh, qualities Between the imagery and yeah. the messaging, exactly. Yeah, totally. absolutely. Totally. So, uh, moto schemes. So I, I heard you slide that in there uh, mm-hmm. very subtly, but this is growing. <laughs> moto schemes is growing on Instagram extremely fast. Your engagement is also fabulous. How in the world did you do it? You. Uh, we're literally at no followers just, I mean, what, less than two years ago or a year and a half ago? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, we started, uh, it was right after we did the photo shoot, the, the moto shoot. Yeah, right? the moto um, shoot. That was early January of last year. And um, when I launched the Instagram page, originally Moto Schemes was, uh, it was supposed to be about giving reviews um, and tips on how to uh, customize your bike in a unique way or what aftermarket parts you should buy to, um, to to really make your bike look different or sound different, whatever the case may be. So it was oh, it was just about blogs and um, recommended parts, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then last year towards the fall, is when um, I made the decision to uh, sell vinyl decals. To sell what? I'm sorry. When to sell vinyl, oh, vinyl decals. decals? Yeah, I just want to make sure everyone gets that clear. And what is a vinyl decal for those that aren't really familiar with them? A vinyl decal is similar to a sticker. Um, the difference is the way it's applied and the final look. Got it. Back to your question about uh, Instagram and how I, I've got to grow. Um, so when I first started with the the reviews and tips, it was really sharing other people's photo of of um, of their bike and, and their story, and like it's just calling it out. Oh, this is the hottest bike of the week, or something like that. Um, and then because of that buildup over time, it was easier to transition into um, talking about vinyl decals and talking about this new product offering because people were already following it and saw that, okay, this page is known for showing off the hottest styles. Now let's see um, what their product is about. And and from then on, yeah, it, it was just picking up. That's super exciting. Very exciting, actually. And to jump back to the website uh, development portion, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about what the best platform is. Do you want to uh, tell us your professional opinion in regards to that? Because some people say Squarespace, but then Wix has the best commercials, so it has to be Wix. But what about WordPress? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, and maybe say a little bit about why. you think it should be there. I like WordPress because of the huge amount of flexibility. Um, Got it. Between the types of plugins that you can use, again, it's just all bells and whistles, right? Um, plugins, themes, uh, and then control over um, your SEO and how it gets updated. Whereas Squarespace and Wix, um, 
is is more so just you know themes layouts uh and there's little control over the seo um they handle the updates which are cool but squarespace and and, and wix are, are really best if you just want to like kind of do it yourself or do like a, a drag and drop feature so that's that's all stuff on the back end that you can control whereas squarespace and wix they don't give you that freedom to do so because you're just using a theme um to to give the to bring the website to life so squarespace and wix and all the other smaller oh not smaller but they're just more basic standard you know the everyday uh, individual could probably handle it but wordpress is where you need to have a um some assistance and for the minor details right because it's all those little fine details that are truly set aside your company um right, make the right. user's experience to your uh website a little bit more interactive and not so box you know cookie cutter robot right box. yeah absolutely definitely on the other side though wordpress is i mean <laughs> Um, yeah, there there are disadvantages. Like you'll have to do your own updates, mm. um, and if there are um, certain bugs within within your, your site, you'll have to reach out to the developer of that theme um, and submit a ticket and say, "Hey, what's what's wrong? Why is my site not responsive as it was, or why is this picture, you know, looking this way?" Or you know, so they will have to, yeah, you'll have to do more maintenance on the back end when it comes to WordPress. That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. So I would love if you could share with our users um, some insight on how you stay focused because you probably are one of the most dedicated and driven individuals that I've ever met. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I would love for you to share a little bit about what goes on in in your mind yeah, how you stay in line, how you keep yourself in check on a day to day, like what drives you? What's what's the push? What's the goal? Um, it's it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, I can it's, imagine. It's not... And entrepreneurship, people think it's, it's this like, you know, yeah. rainbows and unicorns and butterflies thing, and it's, it's really not. not. It's very lonely. It's yeah, and you know, you have to have an insane amount of drive, and I see that so much with you. So yeah, share a little bit about what goes on in your in your in your head day to day. I, I guess I see myself as the the visionary type, and it, it's because like I'm just I'm just caught up into what the future holds that I want that now kind of thing, and um, being impatient um, I guess is a blessing and a curse, and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that is so true. Because I'm impatient. Um, it drives me to like make a list of things that I should do on a daily basis or have something to work towards. And I know what I want in the future. And so like I'm making sure that what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis is going to help me get to that point in the future. Um, and I guess that's that's what really drives me is, is knowing what I want in the future and because I don't have it now makes me want it even more that's incredible you gotta admire that yeah the entrepreneurial journey is definitely a long one and it's not it's not cut out for every person you know there's I think there's a wave of people 
in today's society that you know everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and everyone wants to start their own business and um, no bad talk to MLMs but you know a lot of the MLMs out there and uh, you know makeup companies that are selling stuff that is very different than actually being an entrepreneur you know with your own you know your own vision and um, you know yeah. your own business platform. And so, yeah, I honestly, I commend you extremely. And I am so excited to see Moto Schemes grow and you continue to grow and flourish because there is no way that you're not just going to continue to kill it. Like, you're, you're absolutely going to continue to kill Likewise, it. Likewise, Sarah. Come on, let's be real. Thank <laughs> you. To your, to your point with the, with the MLM, um, I started uh, my entrepreneurship in MLM. Um, and Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I was in about three or four. I can't remember, but... Um, wow, you were just like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's, it's that visionary part. It's, you know, it's knowing the the possibilities, what the possibilities are, are and, and that there are no limitations to what you can achieve. Whereas, um, you know, working a nine to five, I mean, you know what you're going to get at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. right? There's no surprise, though. There's just a, and there's a level of comfort there. And I think that's so, it's it's so sad. I mean, it's granted, okay, there are some people that have the employee mentality and they will be great employees. It's wonderful. And then there's others that have, I mean, I, I'm sure you're familiar with the four quadrants, right? Ah, uh, yes, 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 Employee, yes, yes. law right. business owner, investor, and there's one other one. I might be mixing them up, but, um, you know, there's some people that are just great employees. They have the employee mentality and we absolutely need those types of people. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong but. Uh, there's definitely, I think, uh, like you said, you know, earlier, you know, you're saying like, I'm really impatient. It's a blessing and a curse. I think that is like a key, uh, personality trait for entrepreneurs Mm. because that, you know, that, that leads to drive that leads to us never being, we're content with what we have, but we're not satisfied per se. We always want more, you know, because we know we're capable of more. Just like you said, like, you know, what is it that you want? And you can't accomplish that. But we tend to put constraints on our lives. And even at a young age, you know, we're taught uh, when someone asks us, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And I said, photographer, you know, I was told, well, that doesn't make enough money. Mm. Oh, well, that, 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 that's a good hobby. But, but, but we have all these things, you know, we, and, or, you know, you need to go to college for that, or you need to go to this for that, or you need and we, put, we tend to put our children in this box at such a young age. And creativity, unfortunately, gets shoved in the back ends of things. Yes. And, it, and it becomes an option for people to have as a hobby, but not to pursue as a career. I think this new, this new movement um, that is occurring, that feels like it's a, I feel like it's a really beautiful awakening of the arts again. I almost feel like it's another renaissance we're experiencing, so to speak, uh, in today's culture. Because people are starting to become more in tune with their creative side and realizing how important uh, that is right, and I know you can attest to that. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I do feel that there was a phase where um, we, we as a society, forgot how to, I guess, think outside the box, or, or like you said, use our imagination. Because if you look at as as kids, um, when we were coloring, you know, trees and and nature, or whatever the case is. Um, at one point, we were using different colors, right? Because we didn't adhere to any rules. And then as we got older, we knew to color it this way, right? Now, mm, taking wow. that on another, yeah. uh, now looking at, 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 you know, real world now, 
it's it's like you can look at the life you're in right now in a different color in a different light um you can choose your path you have that choice you know but we're so afraid to go outside the box and and it's like you know <laughs> i don't want to get into that right now but <laughs> yeah oh, yeah but that's we have to for hours we have to color outside the normal you know yeah yeah <laughs> what's normal yeah. you have to use different colors to bring life to us i guess yeah or make our life meaningful to break the, those societal constraints absolutely well, Naj, thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule uh, to meet with us. Uh, I, we truly appreciate it here at JSL and are very excited to have you a part of our Wake Up Creatives movement. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the call again. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a fun journey, but always remember the struggle is the best part. Amen to that. Because <laughs> when we look back on it, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely worth it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the JSL Creatives Podcast. We hope you learned something new today and you're inspired to keep working towards your goals. Until next time.